Support makes it possible. Please make a donation today at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org. Yes, all right. And here we go. I'm just letting everyone know not to worry, not to be concerned. The air was briefly dead, but only the air. Everyone feel good. Feel safe. Uh, can you hear me? I can hear you. I can hear you, David. Oh, great. <laughs> I, Jeff, can hear you, and I'm watching Ralph, and Ralph is diligently, calmly, efficiently setting up the studio. But I'm here. There's a lot happening. Vamping away. First time I was here, we did a whole little thing about the concept of vamping. Vamping? Yeah. What's vamping? Vamp is basically kill time okay. <laughs> until, like, in a performance situation, until the next time, until the next thing is ready to happen. Uh, all right, I'm gonna ask you to vamp verbally while I mess with the. I compulsively mess. Oh, chick, no, you're chick, good. Chick, chick, chick. Yeah. Vamp, vamp time. Yeah. <laughs> Nicely done, David. You adjusted it. It's steady. It's good. <laughs> couple of couple of scamps got a vamp. The most professional way to vamp is to talk about vamping. <laughs> because it's so devoid of content, meaning, and value that you can easily just dump it. Just drop out of it as soon as the next thing is done. I once had a little tiny doggy. That's the whole story. You got to tell tiny, short, little stories like that when you're vamping. So that as soon as the conductor, the pianist, the star who is having trouble with the zipper gives you the okay, you're just ready to just boom. You can just drop you it. Don't have to Five, six, seven, story. eight, and then you're in. <laughs> That's the You moment. only talk about tiny things. Tiny little things, right? I once had a tiny jacket. <laughs> End of story. Was it the 80s? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, all right, we're, we're, we're three minutes in. Vamp done. And we've done about three minutes of vamping, led by the great Jeff Grimwood. Ralph, a pleasure to be here again, my friend. Interim co-host of No Suggestion, the great Grimsy Jeff Grimwood. I'm Ralph Jean-Pierre. This is No Suggestion, an improv comedy talk show. We're going to do improv. We're going to talk. Today we have a wonderful guest. David Steele. David Steele. What's up? Steele with an E at the end. There it is. <laughs> Wonderful. David, are you from Delaware? No, you're from Florida. You're not from Delaware or Maryland. No. The only non-fictional person I've known whose last name was Steele with an E was from, I believe, Maryland. Danielle Steele? No. That's a some I, sort of novelist from yeah, the 90s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember seeing it at Walmart a lot. Bodice right? Ripper yeah. Romances. Ooh. Churned them out. Put food on the table. That's great. Ooh. Mm. Mm. Ooh. Do you know that you don't know that uh, I was about to go into a scene, but you don't know the format of this show. <laughs> well, I listened to multiple. Episodes. Oh, how many? Did you, which ones did you listen I to? Listened to uh, Brad Stewart's, Rich hey. Templeton, oh, yeah. Pedro Lee's. I think that was it. Which one? Oh, Pedro. Oh, yeah, yeah. All your buddies. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That's nice. Oh, you're the one. That's the joke you're supposed to do when somebody, <laughs> when somebody listens to podcast. You listened to the show. Wow. Very good. Then you get the format. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. 
It's it's very laid back. Oh, and you already know to stand. You must have heard us talk about standing. I right? did. Honestly, I went, oh, someone. Oh, Joe Miles is another. Oh, and he was like, okay, I'm sitting, okay. and I went, oh, Great that's Joe what Miles. I naturally do. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, uh, I think the Zoom taught me that. Go ahead and stand. Mm. You do the improv. Don't sit to do it. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a believer in that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They said like phone interviews. They like stand or something. It helps you in phone interviews. Doesn't really? help me. I'm not good at interviews, like job interviews. I look scared a lot. <laughs> yes. One mm. person thought, uh, one person thought I was mentally handicapped. They said, wow. <laughs> yeah. My roommate worked there and he went, Oh, is your friend, uh, mentally handicapped? And he went, Whoa. apparently I was sweating a lot. It was 95 degrees and I already sweat a lot. Yeah. Also, uh, he handed me water and I went, yeah, I'll have some. I missed my mouth and nope. dumped it on my shirt. Nope. And he went, do you need a napkin? And I went, I think I'm good. <laughs> but then he offered me a second interview, but I got too anxious to say I don't want it. And then emailed as my friend <gasps> and said, oh, David had appendicitis. He's in the hospital. This was very elaborate instead of being, you know, mature and saying, hey, I think I'm not interested. I went, I got to make an excuse. I don't want to hurt feelings. Oh, my God. (laughs) David, that's amazing. You were kind of living, like, the sitcom approach to things. Yeah, that kind of is. (laughs) I have a lot of moments where I go, oh, I live in a cartoon. Like, I went outside and I went, I think it was last year, I went, oh, it's snowing, and somehow the tree dumped a bunch of snow on my head, and I went... (laughs) That's what this is. What happens? <laughs> I I feel like there. Are, uh, uh, I remember one time a comedian that I love in New York. His name is Eric Berksham. You know him? I don't. Really, really wonderful uh, comedian. I just remember him saying one time. He said, "I have trouble in life because he's, he's stand up and he's like, when, when it comes to life choices, if I have a choice between the right decision and the funny decision, mm. I'm gonna make the funnier decision." I get. Yeah, I think that's me. A lot of COVID time was me doing bits for myself. Wow. (laughs) I was going to take the MCAT and watch all of ER and then retake the MCAT to see if I scored higher. But even (laughs) me, I went, that's a dumb idea. I started ER and I went, I don't think I can finish this. How how long is the MCAT? It's a while. That was what I was like, oh, no, that's a long test that I (laughs) I don't think this is worth it for my own bit, I guess. Yeah, that's a that's a big bit to watch all of ER and then take a very long test at either end of it. Yeah, and wasn't gonna like post about it or do anything. Oh, it was just, just gonna be just for you me. And yeah. and I, that was I was losing my mind slowly. <laughs> Joseph, Joseph, it's me, the Lord. What's up, Lord? You're less surprised than I expected you'd be to hear me from me directly. You know, I thought maybe you exist, maybe you don't. I don't know. I just, you know, go with the flow. I'm used to making a bigger splash. Oh, I'm so sorry. Did that? Oh, my God. Were you? I can fake it. I mean, I can, I'm God. No, I get that. And that's Jehovah. impressive. Jehovah, you know. Uh, I can't think of another term. Jesus? Oh, I guess that's No, different. I'm also him. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm right. also the Holy Spirit. I'm also God the Father. The Three people in one. It's a mystery. Okay. Even uh, you, I'll, Spoiler alert. I'll tell you something. I'll tell just you alone, Joseph, something. It's a mystery even to me. Okay. Sometimes I wonder if I'm suffering from MPD, multiple personality deity Hmm. disorder. I can see that. Well, Uh. I came here to tell you that I'm 
<laughs> watching you. When Wouldn't you... that be two Ds? <laughs> Hello, Holy Spirit. I see you uh... pinched yourself off and stood separate to speak separately. I'm. Uh, yeah, I don't even know what I'm gonna want to go back. Go back inside, Lord. Don't be alarmed, Joseph. That tongue of flame on your head—that's just old HS doing his thing. Oh, okay, Holy thank Spirit, God. just I hanging out. Oh, okay, you guys go back to what you were doing. I just because you got the acronym wrong. I was like, big old, big old God made another mistake. No, 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 stick around. I mean, I I, I'm sorry I wasn't surprised by you. It's either. traditional to make some sort of offering, Joseph, when one or more of, of me appears. I mean, I have my wife Mary, right? No, are you? She, be sure of your wife's name. I know. I'm just sometimes I call her Mary, and then so I don't know. It's a whole thing. Um, I'm a sometimes flame. you call her big girl. I do call her big girl. And she likes her, it. That's she nice. likes. I call her. Does that prove girl. that I am the Lord? I know what you call your wife behind closed doors. It doesn't prove. It kind of just. I wonder if you're eavesdropping or oh, are you nearby? We are he and they who eavesdrop. Joseph, nothing occurs that is not heard by the ears of God. So you don't do a lot. You just kind of listen. We do all and we do none. You kind of got a lot of listening and uh, like snicker. It's like in a couple of in a couple of millennia is going to be a thing called Netflix. That's what we use you guys as. Are you two old dudes talking to Joseph about Netflix from the future again? Yes, Jesus. Hello, my son. Uh, You guys are old and lame. Yes, Jesus. Jesus, damn, you're hot as hell. Said, uh, I think. Okay, well, again, um, in a few in a few millennia, it's going to show up as his fingerless gloves. He's just really into them. I think that's what does it. Yeah, I love fingerless gloves and cool ranch chips. Ah, uh, this is boring. You didn't even give me any like coffee or soda. I'm gonna absorb back into my dad. And he's he's back inside us. Well, listen. I just wanted to say the little the little sculptures you make every morning out of the scraps of your breakfast and you think that no one sees them but you. We see them. And oh. We appreciate you using the talents we invested you with at the moment of your conception. Thank you so much. So do you you think I should pursue pursue this? God, it, uh, I, 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 I'd say I should say us no, but God no, don't. You won't make any money. You sure? I mean, but you're good. You're. I'm great. It's just I'm not going to stick. Like, no one's going to. I don't have the drive. As long as that talented wife of yours keeps working that good, steady job at the university. Yeah. And, you know, you you make a little money here and there freelancing and and are able to just, you know, with your breakfast, express that talent. That pleases God. That pleases me and me. So am I like a shoo-in for like heaven or? uh, That's not really a thing. Heaven's not a thing, or being a shoe ins not a thing? I know that you know of the three of us that is the one of me, but really there's millions, there's so many of us that we kind of took up all the space. Oh. Yeah. No, we're not really letting people in. Yeah, oh. when 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 your you know, physical body there craps out, it's pretty much lights out for you. No, and hell though. I just am just blackness? Yeah, more like nothing. It's, yeah, blackness nothing. would indicate there's a thing. Uh, that's true. So nothing? I mean, I can deal with that. That's pretty comforting. Do you remember, do you remember It'll the feel day okay, one though. million years before you were born? Do I remember mm-hmm. one million years before I was mm-hmm. born? Do you remember that? Can I you visualize it? I, mm, I can visualize it. Well, uh, the same thing a million same years thing. after you're dead. Oh. It's just it's not a thing for you. It's hard to explain. It's nice, though. So nice. we would be... We have a word for it, a and that word is... <laughs> See, now his ears are bleeding. 
you I owe you fifty dollars, Holy Spirit. I told you they wouldn't understand. Ears be healed. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I was looking at a bird. And Still, I you're not going to give us pastries, a little Danish? You want me to give you pastries? Uh, yeah. Some sort of offering. I mean, I can't. I have something in the cabinet. Is that good? Yes. Mm, it's going to be boysenberry. It's Vienna sausage. I, I got that wrong. Uh, you're slipping, Dad. Quiet, you. Is it? Eventually, they'll they do like a duet dance if you wait long enough. That's what. Yeah, I mean that is my son to a degree that keeps popping out of you, right? Yes. Is it my son though? I don't know. You ever seen a show called ER? A scene. <laughs> <laughs> All right, beautiful. Um, I I want to I want to know more of how do you regard your own? I want to call them misadventures. Mm. The the, the the moments yeah. when we when you will do something that you're like, this is clearly just a bit in my life. How do you regard it? Are you just like seeking to entertain yourself, or is it just like, uh, like you find yourself in in these mm. situations? I think mostly. I think entertaining myself. I don't know. I feel like even when like not the greatest things happen, I go. I guess I got a story out of it at least. Whether or not I tell that story, at least for me, I have that. I don't know. Wow. I don't know. Not really go with the flow, I guess. Maybe I am. I don't know. Just a lot of dumb stuff happens to me. I'm, I don't know. I'm clumsy. I do a lot of dumb stuff in general. I don't think before I talk half the time. Wow. Yeah. It's beautiful. There's something zen like about that. Are you, are you, uh, and I'm just at, we're really just getting to know each other. I've just been able to see you improvise a few times and, and just been dazzled. <laughs> Um, but we're, we're really just getting to know each other on this radio show slash podcast. No suggestion, which is, uh, you're on Radio Free Brooklyn, independent listener supported radio. Thanks for listening to Radio Free Brooklyn. And you can support us. Uh, you can shop on Amazon and donate in a way that costs nothing. Go to radiofreebrooklyn.com backslash Amazon. Anyway, that's what, that's what the show is about. I get to get to know, uh, you're going to buy some stuff from Amazon. Go ahead and do it through Amazon Smile or what have you. And yeah. then a little bit goes. So Radio a little bit Free goes Brooklyn. to RFB, my friend. Oh, nice. But that's uh, why I get to do this show, to get to meet uh, improvisers in New York. Uh, but what, I don't have that. I think there's a breed of comedian that's like, they just mm. are, com- like, they're going to make a choice that's funny, no matter what. I don't think I'm that breed of comedian. And so I'm always fascinated by, like, what is the mechanism in you that's like, I just got to do life this way. I think so that, I don't know, I feel like I have like, I don't know, a cheat code of sorts. I have Ooh. a weird voice. So I think I'm like, I can say whatever and people laugh even if I don't think it's funny. And mm. it doesn't feel, it's not a great thing for myself, even though everyone's like, no, that's not it. But in my head, I go, no, that is it, though. Uh. I have a weird accent that no one can really place. <laughs> yes. That. But mm. also I have this like, I don't know, when I'm performing or on stage, I'm very like, it's the only time I am confident in my life, I guess, in a way, like. I can talk and then like I think that causes issues outside of improv and stuff or like catch me after a show is I have like intense social anxiety which could come across as being an asshole or awkward I don't know Mm. like I'm very love being nice and friendly to people I just lock up very easily and try to find like be like who do I know here and then I scurry off or go oops gotta use the bathroom I say I gotta use the bathroom a lot but I also do pee a lot so 
Well, you're backing up your own conceit. Yeah. Would you, in the offstage world, in the day-to-day world, does this? would you say that you are at your best in, like, an emergency? Uh, I think so. Yeah, I think I would do that more than any. I can overthink immediately. If I don't have time to overthink, then maybe it is better. I don't know. Like... I don't know. Yeah, most of the time I am overthinking everything. Like, I don't mm. sleep a lot at night or anything like that. <laughs> Whoa. No, yeah. Um, I mean, I ask because, like, this is generally true of me, and I think there's a decent number of people who have some version of what you just described of, like, I'm at uh, the one place I am confident is on stage, and when I'm off stage or whatever, I can overthink things. Well, there's, an, there's a version, especially specifically with improv, um, also any kind of message uh but where it's like once show starts and show is happening it's emergency mode there's no time to prep there's no time to not do so you got to do some shit and then it's like okay and then and that simplifies everything where the confident possible version of yourself is able to step forward and just make some moves yeah the same way that if it's like well if the car is if the car is rolling towards us down the hill there's no time to be like is everyone okay if i this or should what do we think i'm gonna grab your ass i'm gonna throw you through the door so you're out of the path of the car you know what I mean? And you're at your fucking best because you mean throw them into the moving car. Try no, no. to throw try, them try the as the car moving. Go like, let me see if I can. Okay, if I time this right, I can throw you into the car so that you're not only out of the way but in the car that's rolling. That would be even more confident. I in this particular scenario, you're you. We've all stepped into the uh, the sidewalk just in front of our building, and there's a car for some reason rolling down the sidewalk towards us, mm. uh, and it's a downhill kind of situation. Mm. So I grab the person, I throw them back through the door of the building into the lobby, oh. where the car cannot come. That yes. literally is the situation I envisioned in my head, and I spoke from it as though we all could hey, see. Hey, can it. I come in? Uh, I want to come in. Uh, you're gonna. Have, we're moving. We're move. We're running around this block. We're driving around the block. You gotta pop in. You gotta hop in while we're driving. All right, yeah. It seems like you guys are having a good time in this in this Hummer. I want to come in. Cool. Well, you're standing on the running board there, guys. Yeah. So uh, yeah, go ahead and crawl through that window. I'll roll it down. Yeah, we'll roll it down. <laughs> hey, can I come in? You don't have, we yeah. Climb you can through come the window, you gotta, guy. Yeah, climb through the window. I'm having a. You guys are cool guys in there. You're all wearing tech vests. Yeah, we're yeah. very cool. Mm-hmm. I'm on this scooter, keeping up with you, but I'm surely I'll be out of breath. Because I, I just keep asking because I can't believe that you actually want me and you actually want me to come in. I feel like you get a bunch of cool guys. Once I once I climb off of this scooter and into this moving Hummer, you guys are gonna just make fun of me. I Terry, Terry, he's well, overthinking it. He's overthinking. He's it. overthinking. It. I don't have a hey. tech vest. Get the gun from the glove box. Okay. Hey, you see this gun? Yeah. Are you scared? Yeah. Shoot it. Uh, uh, shoot it? <laughs> you want me to shoot yeah. it? Yeah. What are you going to do with it? I'm going to hand it to you. What are you, th- you going to do? You got to do something Do right I have now. to shoot it? I don't know. It's hard to scoot on a scooter you and tell. shoot. The gun's not working. It's not working. Damn it. I forgot. Can you hand me the gun back? Yeah, I got to put bullets gun. in it. All right. You guys are cool guys. You got a gun, you got a gun in the Hummer? Yeah. You wear a tech vest? We're the confidence patrol. We're the confidence patrol. And we kind of, why don't you feel confident? Why do you think you want to be in this Hummer? I, I want I I I I think I don't want to be in the Hummer because I feel like what, you guys are gonna get me square in your sights and then you're gonna tell me how not cool I am. That's a wild to thing cool. to think. That's a I understand you've had past experiences. That's not us. We with, would never do that with cool guys with cadres of cool guys. No, we've met those kinds of cool guys. What's no. your name, Scooter Rider? Yeah, Wally. Wally. That's a great name. This is my friend Terry. I'm Terry. Hi, Terry. My name is Jacques. Oh, Jacques. Jacques. That's 
that's like a uh, like a guy who has a beret. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems like he'd be French. He's not. His, oh. par- his parents were just fascinated with the country. I'm lightly Scotch Irish, and I'm from Tennessee. But my name is Jacques. Yeah. Listen, Wally Jerry and Jack. I'm Wally. Yeah, I'm gonna say that those people who gave you those inaccurate signals, they were quote unquote cool guys. They were like emotional noogies. Those wow. Wow. wow! Look how insightful I, he is. Terry. I know. I mean, get you know, so much to say. Get in here. Get in. Climb through the window. I'm Wally. just gonna keep scooting next to you guys on this on this scooter for a while. This rotary manual. All right, I'm gonna, got... Terry. It's time for Plan B. It's time for Plan, plan B. Part Two. Ooh, I'm just gonna. Hummer. I'm gonna gradually just. You're you're between the passenger side and the parked cars here, Wally. And I'm gonna start inching to the right. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna squeeze you. I'm either gonna smush. Getting you. awfully tight. Gonna smush yeah. it, or you better decide. You got you three better... seconds. One. Two. Hey, you guys, I stopped. Three. Oh, damn it. Terry, it didn't work. I stopped behind you. Oh, I'm, I'm stopping the like, Hummer. Can right. make more space next to you? Or maybe I'll go on the other side. Hey, what's up? I'm on the other side of you now. Hey. Hey. You guys hey there, are Wally. cool guys. Thank you so much. We think you're a cool guy. Or you could be. You just have to believe in yourself. Uh, whoa. Who told you you weren't cool? Who Who's, released cool guys? There's some other guys that rolled through town in a, in a Hummer. Brad and James? Yeah, those were their names. They're I'll not. never forget them. I wrote them in my journal. Thing is, they're not cool. They hate themselves. They're the self-consciousness patrol. They're so self-conscious that they hate themselves. So They, they drive around you. town. They take the self-consciousness out of themselves, and they drape it all over everybody else. They put it on you, and then they're empty of their self-consciousness, but it fills, it fills back up on its own. How could those guys not like themselves, and they're so cool? What's That's- cool about them, Wally? Yeah. What do you think's cool about they them? They took a cool, great guy with an awesome name riding a really cool scooter, and they I made like him feel scooter. so bad he couldn't accept an invitation to climb into a cool Hummer. That's like someone saying, you want this gold bar? And saying, nah, I hate gold. That's stupid. Anybody who made you do that crazy, crazy thing? I don't think that's cool. I don't think that's cool at I all. I think that's lousy. You know who I think's cool? Mm. Jesus. Jesus. Whoa. Here's a little pamphlet we have about our church. You want to know where real self-confidence comes from? It's from uh, the sky. It's from the sky. It's from heaven. I, and it's so easy to read. I can read it while I'm scooting my scooter next yeah. to your Hummer. It's big font, big mm-hmm. font. You guys are, you guys have shown me what cool truly is. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna climb into this Hummer. Climb on Do in. Climb in. He's in. He's in. You did that nimbly, Wally. I barely noticed you got in here. You slunk right in. Feels good. You guys have an extra tech vest. <laughs> do we look in the under the seat look under the seat it's a raft the tech vest turns into a raft mm-hmm. there's a flood coming <laughs> only people who get into this hummer get to be told about the flood and i got a lot of allergies guys do you have any pets no dogs or cats we're full of those oh, okay no dogs or cats i can do reptiles birds. we are rep we, we have no reptiles yet. no Wally. we don't have any truly this is Okay. Got bearded dragon? Do I have one? Yeah. <sighs> yes. How many? One. Mm. Boy or a girl? Boy or girl. Boy. It's named Wally. All right. Oh, gotta check that off the list. All right. Gotta find a girl one and also giraffes. Do you know anybody with a giraffe? Yeah. You know anyone with giraffe? Very hard. You guys, to find. are we about to go out on an adventure to find pairs of reptiles to mate? I think we are. Mm hmm. I'm gonna need an extra tech fast seat. <laughs> <laughs> Now, everyone in that scene knows what a tech vest is. 
I, Jeff, know what a tech deck is. Oh, I love And I know what deck. cargo shorts are. But what's a fucking tech deck? I don't know. I've seen it much... on an invoice at work, and I go... <laughs> All right. It's it's a it's it's an old it is an old reference. It's about two. It's from the year two thousand, basically. It, basically, those you know puffy coats. Yes, you've yeah. seen a puffy coat, but it's a vest. Oh, that's a tech vest. That's a tech vest. Amazing. Those are cool. I've just never understood them. Like I get as a style choice, but I don't know when I'm cold. It's like my extremities are cold. My mm. chest isn't the cold part. I never understood vests until I tried one. That's and I was the thing like, vests I've never, are amazing. I've never tried a one. Tech so. vest. No. Uh, no, I have a I have a black fleece vest with a little panda bear and WWF from the World Wildlife Fund. Wow. And it was my it was my grandpa's and and um when when God bless him when he passed uh and and we were in town for the funeral and and everything and we they were like well go to let's go to, I'll go to grandpa's house and you know and then and then his his wife uh who was a wonderful lady was like hey here's some things it was like Jeff you want this vest and I was like yeah I'll take grandpa's worldwide because my grandpa did very well for himself and like gave a lot to charity wow. um including like mail order stuff like the World Wildlife Fund and so I have this like old school 80s like zip up fleece vest the first vest I ever had and it keeps me very warm it is? in exactly the right amount wow mm-hmm. yeah that sounds like a good springtime early spring mm-hmm. when it's still a little bit yeah in our building there's a chunk of time in the spring and fall where it's not cold enough for the heat to be required to turn on by law mm. but it's a little too chilly to just be in your regular shirt so i zip up the vest that's vest time that's good i'm that's vesting vest it time. uh are you uh what's your what's your uh what's your grandparent count David? oh none they're all gone oh all of them my uh, i don't have a huge life expectancy i'd say everyone goes don't say that we don't have a great one us steals when wow. do you tend, when are they tending to go i don't my mom's dad is the longest at 80 i think but he was like he woke up drank a full glass of vodka with a little pinch of cranberry juice shockingly he died from alcoholism but his funeral was an open bar and I got trashed at it. Wow. It was fun. He wasn't nice. a great guy. He was kind of mean. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Damn. But yeah, never really. I don't know. I think because we lived in Florida and my mom was from Connecticut. My dad was from Ohio. So I've never had that like extended family closeness mm. at all. It's mm. just like that. Like you I don't really, have. I don't have like the cousins or anything like Siblings? that. Siblings? I have a full brother and three half sisters. And I, I grew up with one half sister don't know anything about one of them and the other one i kind of met in senior year of high school uh, yeah okay. who knows? not an only child though you get a, you get a no. little bit yeah i'm the baby of it my brother's oh. older one he's also a court uh, at my grandpa's funeral my mom introduced me and my brother as she went this is danny my brother's name he's the smart one and i went <laughs> all right and she went and this is david he's creative <laughs> okay cool 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 <laughs> I wasn't even that offended. Like, my brother is smart, but I went, you didn't have to do that. <laughs> oh, jeez. And then I forgot about it. And a year later at Christmas, my mom, one of my aunts was like, I can't believe your mom said that. And I went, oh, great. <laughs> Love to be reminded that there I was attacked is. randomly. <laughs> Gosh. Goodness. Uh, I, w- be- I don't know. I've... Okay, here's something I'm I'm learning about myself. Mm-hmm. I'm learning about my shadow. You know, you got your sh- shadow, shadow like sides. Is this, what does that mean? It's like a. Is this a young thing? I mean, it's like yeah, it's a young J with a J young Carl Jung. Carl Jung, enemy of Freud. Yeah, therapist's guy. 
Screw you, Sigmund! You foiled me for the last time! I... Yeah. Okay, you admit it? Yeah. I didn't expect that. I'm just like, why hide anything anymore? I got you. I got you right where I want you. <gasps> oh, no. Uh, scene. I just wanted to yell. <laughs> okay, I just wanted to yell, screw you, Sigmund, real quick. That's okay. So, your shadow, Ralph. My shadow. So, the, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, I'm learning a lot about that and, like, what parts of yourself you... So, I thought it was about, like, the dark stuff, like sex or death or, or, or whatever. I thought that's what it was about. But I was always like, people are like, you must, you have to integrate with your shadow. You have to reconcile with your shadow. But I was like, I'm not some, I don't think I'm a dark person or a dark personality. I think I already talked about this recently, but I, 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 I but I'm, but I'm okay with dark themes, dark subject matter, dark thoughts. I'm okay with those. Um, there's no good or bad half of the spectrum for you. It's just points on a spectrum. Yeah. I like to think about all kinds of stuff. I also like to giggle. You know what I mean? So I was like, ah, what's this integrated with the shadow? But, but that's not what the shadow is. Shadow is things like whenever somebody uses the term smart, like who's I, I bulk. Mm. I don't like I don't like it. I think I feel like that. I don't know. I feel in a similar way of like, I don't believe in the concept of saying, tell it, saying someone's dumb because I think everyone's smart in their own certain ways. Like, I don't know, like going down south, it's like um, people who all know how to work on cars would think some new york kids an idiot for not knowing how to work on the right versus like they would be like oh they're not book smart so they're dumb and i just don't believe i think everyone has their everyone has their thing yep and they're dumb about like uh yeah yeah Yeah. i totally and 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 it just it's there's like a buy there's like a confirmation bias if that's the right word because it's like who it's like the same i have the same bulk about like who's a good person and who doesn't because who's not firmly like of the opinion that they're a good person you know what i mean like so it's just like what's the use of there's dumpster stuff happening behind us there's what's dumpster the, stuff happening. what is the use of like because you have no objectivity about it you know what i mean like why even pretend uh, yeah i yeah. mean you know they, they always you know they always say no like no one's a, like a villain in their own nor sees themselves as a villain i love that the only people who like are wondering, am I a good or a bad person? And are like really concerned about it are probably ultimately what we would call good people. Yeah. Cause they give a shit. Where so it? they're like concerned about it. Whereas one of the greatest ways, one of the quickest and most consistent ways to get to villainous actions is to be quite confident of what you need to do, what the right thing is to do. And it happens to be stuff that looks villainous to everybody else. Unless there's a vehicle rolling towards the building and then you know what you got to do then there's no time to think about good bad i'm the guy who's gonna throw you toss into the you lobby. through a, into the lobby yeah but if not that then just if there's just nothing going on you're like i'm sure then villain um uh megala megala i don't know i don't i'm i'm big on the every no one's a villain in their own story i really I'm going to tell you guys a story that mm-hmm. fucked me up. Okay. This is a very simple story, but it just happened recently, and it really fucked me up. Mm. I went to a taco truck like a month ago. That's very- a crazy story. What okay. the fuck? Holy yeah. shit. I'm already. So I go to this taco truck. It gets it gets even deeper. <laughs> I go to this taco truck. It's very cold. I'm hungry. I had a long day. And I go, hey, give me um, 
give me uh, four tacos, four veggie tacos. And they're like, okay. And then I'm like, hey, you got chips and guac? And they're like, uh, uh, wait, what did I say? <laughs> I'm, I'm already screwing up the story. Oh, yeah. I go, give me three veggie tacos and chips and guac. And they go, we don't got any chips and guac. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then a minute later, I go, you know what? Give me a fourth veggie taco then. And they go, okay, okay, fine. So then I, I pay for it and I walk it home. It's freezing cold. I'm in my coat. I got to walk five blocks to get to this taco truck. I go to my, back to my little hovel. I go in. I, I turn on a YouTube video. I open it up. I, I, I get ready to eat my tacos. And I look down. It's three tacos in the mm. box. So mad. Close it. I don't touch <sighs> any of it. I close it back up. I bag it back up. And I march off, and I and I go, and I close the door, and I yank the door behind me, and I slammed it, and I went, Ralph, you're angry right now. Mm. Don't march up to that taco truck spitting fire. You know, it's not gonna be the way to get what you want. You gotta calm yourself. I know you're angry, but you know, and it's cold, but calm yourself. So then I I go up to this taco truck. And I'm like, hey, I asked for four tacos. There's only three in here. Could you just refund me for the fourth taco? Just refund me. I. But attack when I got avocado on him, which was extra. So could you just refund me for that? And they and and I hear a lady on the side of the truck I couldn't see. Inside on the side, I couldn't see. She goes, There's four tacos in there. And I go, I just opened this box and looked at it nose to nose. There's three tacos in here. And um lady's like, she comes, there's four tacos in there. I'm like, Lady, what just refund me the money. There's and she goes, Give it to me. And I go, All right, I, I gave it to her. They're like, uh, she opens it up and she looks at it. And I'm like, yeah, there's three tacos in there. Please just refund me my money. And she goes, no, there's four tacos in here. I'm like, are you messing with my mind? I'm, I just looked at it. And she goes, look. And she grabs a fork and she's got a gloved hand and she takes out one taco, two taco, three taco. And I'm like, thank you. There's three tacos in there. Four. Oh my God. <gasps> I'd fucking faint. I go. I don't trust my own self. <laughs> I'm looking. I couldn't get. I'm, I like studied it for like a good two minutes to make sure that I wasn't crazy. You know what I mean? Because you can't really. You know, tacos wedged into a thing. You can't really tell sometimes. And I'm like, there's three tacos in here. I'm a sane adult. There was four in there. So that taught me like, and I'm a person who can be sure of things. Who can be mm. sure that I see what I see. And I was like. I, I was like, I, I could be nose to nose with something and be wrong. Oh, man. Maybe she did like slide a hand. She had another taco and she Maybe, went, I'm yeah, going to yeah, fuck yeah. with his head. She, she yeah. goes, oh, no, there is a fourth. <laughs> Finally, all this Jesus and we meet the devil on his shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> the, the over here. I learned this important like lesson I'm really chewing on. It's really shifting things and for I me. Go, it's like, Maybe she up. was a magician. <laughs> this lady did like a uh, car, like a car trick where like, when the ace comes out of your sleeve, this lady had a taco <laughs> come out. Uh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Yeah, I I don't I don't that, know. It was so I really looked I because I wanted to make sure because it's a cold walk and I was really hungry. Oh shit! Wow, that, uh, that I can't like, even think of an example, but I feel like I've had moments like that. I'm like my brain can't figure out how I got this wrong. Yes, <laughs> like it's, yeah, that is that that like things like that plague me with it, it, it which like. 
It helps me. I feel like a, a pretty confident person, but I like I don't have a lot of confidence in my own certainty. It doesn't make it doesn't keep me from making declarations. But mm. I, I sometimes I like my own certainty. I'm like, ooh, I, uh, ooh. that's a that's another shadow thing. I was like, I I'm very wary of anyone who does have certainty, which I don't know if that's good. I have the same thing where I go, they're too confident about this. I don't because I'm constantly like I say something, I go, I could be wrong. I don't know. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, in in a in a slightly like titrated, like slightly smaller, lower wattage version of the emergency thing. There are times where the right thing to do is sort of scoop that uncertainty, that like judicious due diligence uncertainty, set it aside. When you're teaching is one of those times, like the, mm. or oftentimes. There, there's a lot of times like that when you're teaching or leading or someone needs an answer from you one way or another, where the better, like the more useful thing is to present a clean, confident answer. Even if there's, you know, you might, you know that you, this is not one of the few things you're a hundred million percent on, but it's like, I'm 80% sure this is the right answer. And it's going to be, it's going to be more useful for you for me to give you this answer for you to walk away with, test it out and maybe discard. But at least you have something to work with rather than in a, cause I am deadly prone to that kind of prevarication out of like carefulness, right? And I'm like, I'm going to say this, but it might be this. And if it's this, then it's, and it's, and none of that's useful. And I just gave you nothing. Mm. And maybe a little bit of annoyance. And I also maybe made you less likely to come to me when I could be a useful resource because what I gave you was mishmash garbage. That's a really interesting way to look at it. Cause I'm very much, I'm the same way. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. This is what I think, but I don't know. I, I very much will do that. Cause I like, okay, here's a, here's a, 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 a puzzle or some sort of rubric that a friend posed to me. He said he posed it to me years ago and he posed it to me again recently. He said, Let's say you're in a you're lost in some labyrinth somewhere, like you a big maze that you can't get out of, and two guys come up to you. One guy goes, "I know how to get out of here. Follow me." And another guy goes, "I think it's this way. I don't know. You want to come with me? I'm not sure. Which guy are you going to follow?" It's the confident one, yeah. Yeah, that too. I absolutely follow the second guy. I definitely follow the second guy. I won't. I wouldn't follow the first guy. I'll tell you why I Please. would follow the confident guy is I because I think there's an equal choice that either one of them is right or wrong. Yeah. The confident guy is going to swiftly, smoothly, and in and, and the shortest possible time, take me to what he believes is the answer. And we'll see if he's right or wrong. And if not, then we start trying other shit. Yep. The, the I'm not sure guy who's being honest and judicious and careful, he might halfway towards the thing be like, mm, maybe this isn't it. And it's just going to waste a bunch more time. I'm a big try a bunch of shit better to have five that don't work and then get to the six that works rather than let me try to get it to make the first one be the right one. Right. I have, I've, I've trained myself to have less and less patience for trying to get it right. I love, I love that. That makes total that sense. Makes to me. so much sense. Yeah. I feel like out of the two, I'd follow the confident guy. I'd hang out the other guy. Yeah. I don't like the vibe of someone that confident. Mm. <laughs> I really trust my vibes on things. I am wrong sometimes. So, so now listen, Jamakati's, I'm going to take a little nap. Okay. But someone's got to be here in the philosopher's seat, and the people will come, and they'll ask you the questions, and they want a wise answer. Okay. Oh, no. Okay. Do you have all the wise answers, Jumakates? I And I have a book right here I can check. Fuck that book. Throw that book into the hole in the ground 
we defecate into. Because the key thing is they need an answer, not the answer. Okay. So I'll be listening from my little nappy town, but they're, I'm going to just open the door, and then I'm going to go take my nap, and they're going to come in. And you just give them answers? That's the job. Okay. All right. I'm, I got okay. this. Okay. Open. All right. Jumakates, the sage is here to answer your wisdom questions. I am a land baron. Take it away, Juju. Okay. Bonjour. Uh, hello. I am a land baron, and I rule over a large parcel of land and is tilled and mined by various slaves. Oh. Then I make an astounding amount of money every year. But I have learned recently some of my daughters have posited and suggested to me, land baron, that perhaps it is immoral to have slaves work my land for no pay, scraps of food. What is the wisdom of this? Should I listen to these daughters, or should I just marry them off? Uh, mm. Hmm. Mm. I mean, mm, I think, mm, what do you think? Uh, Jumakates, excuse oh, me, no. Land Baron. Jumakates, he's not going to give you the tithe Damn if you don't just give him an answer. Just flip a goddamned coin and then present the answer with surety. Is it, okay. is it wrong to have a, a, an army of slaves to work my land for no pay, no compensation, no regard? Mm. Or should I let them go free mm. to live their lives and have their own free will and self-determination? And they have my land going unworked, untilled, unprocessed. Pull the trigger, Jamakatis. I, I can see both sides of this argument. Oh, excuse me, Glenn oh. Baron. I, I just stepped in from the wisdom chamber. Oh, you must release the-, the slaves because the point of the work is to support the growth of your daughters. Now they have grown and given you the answer that everything was leading towards. And if they say the answer is release the slaves, they are correct. That is what you raised them to tell you. Release the slaves. Put your pittance in the pan. The wisdom has spoken. I, uh, I like... Uh, I rather like what this young man said. Uh, um, what, what have you... What do the slaves think? I'm going back to my name. They, they like... They, they look at me and they go, I like being a slave. Well, I've, okay, well, that seems good. Oh, uh, you're Land Baron, you're the smartest. I want to work for you until I died in a few days. Excuse me, I couldn't help it over here. I'm next in line. Oh, my God, you're a tiny little lady. Yes, I, <laughs> well, some people call my tribe elves, but I, we're, just, we're just short. I think that if the slaves are telling their master who has the power of the whip that they love being slaves, that's not an answer you could trust. Are your daughters sweet and friendly? Oh, the most pure. The most pure, gentle angels. And probably to them, the slaves can speak freely, and they've heard the truth of the slaves' plight. I can see her point. Uh, I can see all the points. Uh, I've never had a slave, but I had a doggy, and it was sad, so I let him go. And then now he hangs out by me with by choice. Well, will, will my slaves return and work my land? From time to time, with what? I have a no question incentive. for the wisdoms, and I, 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 I've been waiting in line for many days. I mean, just shout it out at this point. 
Should I continue to grow corn on my land, though it produces less every year? Or should I indeed switch crops to something new, like cotton or tobacco or carrots? Hmm. You like corn? Love corn. You believe in corn? I do believe in it. But I'm concerned because it's yielding less and less. Maybe it's your lack of trust in the corn that's making (gasps) it grow less. Are you saying it is the lack of trust in the corn that's making it grow less? I mean, I believe maybe. I mean, I think it could. Maybe. Maybe. Um, I'm going to throw up again. In your wisdom, you insist that we complete the answer. You must be I mean, right. What do you think? What do you think? Uh, Clearly, uh, you're right. Oh, great wisdom! It's that I don't trust the corn. I'll go tell the corn that I trust it. Come along, pack of doggies that follow me by trust. Democrates, it's me, the land baron again. Uh, oh, hello. You're sick. I'm sick. Aren't you? Aren't you throwing up in your own mouth? I mean, I have the plague, but it's under control. I mm. think. You, you've inspired me. I sold my land. Oh, can you were you've been in front of me the whole time? <laughs> Did you send a little note out? Yeah. Oh, okay. Congrats. I sold it to my slaves. Oh, that was a whole three sixty. You mean you just you wait? You sold it to them? How did they buy it? They they've done a lot of work on it, so I just gave it to them. Oh, okay. That's not well. What happened to your daughters? I don't know. <laughs> I'm all questions. I'm no answers. And see. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to see where this was going because I have a feeling that that land baron will be the next replacement apprentice for the wisdom seat. Uh, right. ah. Jamakates goes back to to making really really delicious coffee uh, <laughs> or whatever Jamakates is going to do. But I, I can't not, I can't not end on a <laughs> beautiful times. Um, yeah. Oh. Oh. Do you, do you have the same explanation for why you would follow the the confident guy? Ooh, no. Out of the labyrinth. I think. Yeah. Maybe it would be that I'd go. Well, might as well just see what happens. At mm. least he has a choice. I think. I don't know. Yeah. I think that would be yours. Makes the most sense. I think. Just in my head, I would just go. I can't decide, so I'm just gonna follow that guy because he seemed pretty confident. That is remarkable. Hey. If you'd like to listen to Radio Free Brooklyn when you're not in front of your computer, please download our free mobile app for iPhone and Android, available on the App Store for iPhone and Google Play Store for Android. Also, this radio show that you're listening to right now, hopefully, is also a podcast, No Suggestion, an improv comedy talk show. So listen to it wherever you stream podcasts and um, and subscribe to it. Rate and subscribe if you like comedy. I looked it up on Pocket Cast, my uh, podcast of choice. Pop right up. There it is. There it is. It's yeah, real. I was listening to it on Spotify. Oh, shit. Oh, let's, I'm not supposed to. Uh, yeah, I know. No, it's okay. Okay. It's everywhere. It's, mm. it's everywhere. We're, mm. we're, 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 it's free. We're free expression. Mm-hmm. But, oh, okay. This is why I would, I, for me, the mark of a leader is someone who can say, I don't know, or I'm wrong. That's a good point. And I just feel like if you're in a labyrinth, that is truly a labyrinth and a guy's like, I know for sure. And, and has no inkling of like, I'm 98% sure. Uh, if there's no give like that, I feel that that person's going to put their pride in front of solving the problem. Mm. That's my, uh, that's my, uh, prejudice. Mm. Yeah. I do my think prejudice. you are, you are presupposing 
that that confidence is accompanied by a brittleness. A I think that because uh, I, I think that a, maybe a mark of wisdom is this is if asked, we'll say I'm 98 percent sure this is the reason. But a mark of leadership is, is maybe even to say I am 98 percent sure this is the right answer, and we need to make a move. So follow me in this direction. Absolutely, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, it's the decisiveness is is like what makes somebody changes them from a thinker to a, an act, an active leader. Yeah. And now if indeed you like, if they're like, this is the way and you're like, are you sure that's the way? And they're like, fuck you, get out of here. Then that's brittle. And that's a problem. And that probably indicates something problematic and they're not a great leader. Or, or yeah, if you're like, are you sure? And it's like, I'm not entirely sure. I'm willing to listen, but we are out of time and we need to move now. So take it walking and talk to me. That yeah. is it. That's true. If I would check, but I, I probably wouldn't check. I'd be like, ugh. Which is unwise. Yeah, I think my choice would be less logical. I think I'd just be like, honestly, if someone's that confident, I probably have already been a slightly annoyed with them during this labyrinth. <laughs> and I'd go, who would I rather get lost with? This guy's pretty chill. Mm. He's not all cocky as shit. Because mm. I'd be like, well, he hasn't been in the labyrinth before. He's really just so cocky about this way. Who knows? I think I'd just rather get lost with someone I get along with, honestly. Yeah, mm. you never know. And it is about how you'd feel in the moment. Hey, how do you how do you how do you feel about leadership? Do you feel would you consider yourself a leader? I feel like I'm an army recruiter. Would you consider yourself? Hey, a leader? are your parents struggling to pay for your college? <laughs> <laughs> I I think I'm more of a. I think I can switch that on in moments of being a leader, mm. but most of the time I just go, I'm just gonna be a follower. I don't care. Mm. And then like, mm. I don't know. I'm not great. At, I feel like it's something I've been. Like I work on and try to figure out. It's just like the, I will literally say something. I think a good example is like, I don't know, maybe I was smoking weed or something and I put Keef on it and I went, Oh, I think I put Keef on it. And my friend went, You did. You don't have to say, I think I did that. And I went, Mm. I don't even, I went, I don't know why my brain does that. I just can't say I did it for sure as if it's like room to backtrack on. It's just like this intense, like, oh, I'm going to, I can falter easily Mm. unless I'm in the mood of being like, now I need to get this shit done and I'm not in the mood to put up with like wasting my time. It rarely happens that I, I usually take the, the, the title of the episode from something the person says, and it's never happened before that I know the title in the show. And this is definitely going to, the title of this episode is definitely going to say David Steele can falter easily. <laughs> uh, that's really great. Um, I, 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 yeah, I, I love that. I, I think I've always been fascinated by leadership. Mm. I uh, like, and what makes a good leader and what I'm still thinking all the time about it what do you feel about that you're the you're the husband of a family Mm -hmm. um i think it is mistakenly thought of as something you are Mm. i think it is instead it is something you do Mm. i think which is to say the person in the labyrinth or whoever the person like it's a mode that you get into it's it's in the same strata of mode as host hey y'all calm down calm down <laughs> freaking out oh, y'all freaking out y'all are freaking out but i'm in that mode right now mm, how are you so chill right now you, my body feels like it's gonna explode the water's to my ankles you guys we're trapped in this basement yeah yeah. In this broken elevator, but uh 
you can chill out because I'm in that mode. I'm in the mode of leadership. <laughs> you guys, uh, you're in good hands. All right, I, Teddy, uh, Edmund, Rick. Do you have any plans? Um. Well, I've taken my shoes off and I rolled my pant legs up. I mean, you did beat it. That was a good idea because my f- shoes are soaked. Yeah. I'm holding my shoes. Wow. Nonchalantly, just kind of we waving were both them around. Like, we were both like, what are you doing when you did that? But you just kept doing it because yeah. you knew it was right. And your shoes are dry. And uh, yeah, I also took out the light fixture that I was above this at the top of this elevator. Leather jacket behind there. Put it on. Damn. So, uh. It's, it's, you know, well, it's up to my mid shin now. Yeah, Just trust Rick. Got this. I'm in. I'm in a. I know we're in a dire situation. Water is slowly filling this elevator. It's up to our thighs right now. But uh, um, I'm in a mode. Is it? I'm in a mode. Is the success Daddy. of this plan? Yes, Stedman. Dependent on us understanding the plan, because I don't right now understand it. I don't know if there is a plan, gentlemen. I know there's a mode. I don't know what's happening, that but should honestly, freak me I, out. I'm I'm feeling somewhat better. I don't know. My heart rate is going down. It's going so much down, gentlemen. I want to be in that mode. You you you, you can I can give I can grant you this mode. I can just emanate it. And I'm oh, being oh, so chill. Oh. Okay, okay, got to my nuts. Yeah. Okay, I'm past it. All right. Yeah. You're, how do you, yeah, the mode. How's it, how's it feel? How's that water feel? Cold. Yep. It's slimy somehow. Do you like it? No. But I hadn't thought about the concept of liking it. No, I haven't. I mean, it's not unlike the pond behind my grandparents' house, and I used to go in there on purpose when nobody when nobody was looking. I loved it in there, and yeah, gentlemen, what I've learned in this mode that I've been in for the last <laughs> three minutes is uh oh, spit curl. I've learned that uh, if you accept death, you can cheat it. Oh. I don't like that first part. I don't, yeah. But I'm going to put that, I'm going to pin that, and, and I like the second part. Cheat death? Yeah. First accept it. I don't, I don't like cheating. Oh. The last time I followed someone just based on their air of confidence, I ended up buying a $900 vacuum cleaner. That I learned later oh, it was only just list price fifty dollars to the distributor, but but that was a long time ago, and that was in the in in a different state. Yeah. Okay, Rick. I, I'm I accept I accept death. I gotta say, the last time I trusted someone like that, he was a captain on a boat, little boat called Titanic. He said that iceberg doesn't hurt a boat. I trusted him. Then I swam. I I got out of there. And we've solved the problem. Swim us out of here, Teddy. Okay. Cling on, boys. Hold on to these tree trunks of calves. Stedman? Yeah, Rick. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a big heap and kiss on you. <laughs> I mean, as a leader, it's you're right. That's made me stronger. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> oh Lord. That's beautiful. <laughs> More beautiful than anything I've ever been a part of. Um, what, 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 uh, what's, um, 
I feel like we've barely scre- we've definitely got to yeah. have you back on, David. Yeah, that'd be uh, fun. I feel like we've barely scratched the the surface of your of your lore. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's um? I I know you told us before you guys. We only got a few minutes left, but I know you told us before we went on the air that you came to New York for improv. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think I was like pre-med for a little bit i don't Whoa. know i don't i think it was just like that's what i thought i should do because i was in like taking medical classes in high school turns out i'm not great at math or anything like that and then in a psychology class they went she went your paper's written really well and i went english it is i don't want to do this anymore <laughs> yeah and then like improv was something i did in high school and then i went i couldn't decide between university of florida and fsu and US had a Wikipedia page for their improv group. And mm. I went, I'm on trust that. So I went there, did that a lot and got very obsessed with it and went, planned to move to Chicago for the entire time of college. And then my last semester, like, I think my dad went, Oh, have you considered New York? Cause like my mom's family's in Connecticut. My brother lives in Maryland now. And I went, no, not really. And then another professor was like, you probably pull it off, I guess. So I visited my one friend who had already started living there really like it did that weird like i choose things based on like how my vibe feels about it i guess mm-hmm. wow. and that is also why i picked uf is i visited both campuses i went in some way i feel better right here yeah and new york clicked for me that way so then i like the summer after college i like worked over the summer at some like overnight warehouse job to try to get some money mm-hmm. and then just but i had a date that i was doing and i moved and then i talked to a temp agency and gave them my friend's address and was like, I live in New York. So then like I got a gig the next day. So I landed and then the next morning I started temping and now we're here. I mean, like both times you've mentioned that you've mentioned it very casually and, and, and blase skippy, but like that's earth shatteringly smart yeah. to like have a job lined up before you move. In. I definitely didn't. Have, it wasn't that smart. Everybody starts so in the hole because there's a couple weeks they ain't working. Yeah. Oh, we're coming down to the last few seconds. Yeah. Where can people find you, David Steele? Uh, you can find me at the Armory on most Fridays at BCC. I perform on Brooklyn the Comedy Collective. What Made You Laugh show. Some, I guess their house team show. Yeah, I googled man. David Steele with an E and it came up with an obituary for a sports announcer. So uh, then I yeah. did David Steele improv and there you were. There we go. Well, yeah, there we go. I think those. Then just all, sometimes the Young Ethels, I'll be performing there mm-hmm. and then just popping out in and out. Find me on some video games. Ooh, I probably nice. won't hop on gaming with you because I get anxious. Ooh, okay. <laughs> uh, well, well uh, wait a minute. Would you, you just said something that I wanted to. Oh, yeah, that's what I wanted to say. Rest in peace to the other David Steele. <laughs> uh, yeah, Orlando Magic announcer or something. Oh. He was really beloved. I had to Google my own name at mm-hmm. some point in high school and I went, oh, yeah. there is a David Steele that has a Only Wikipedia one can page. be in Florida at the, at the same time. Uh, so well, maybe you look at my name. The first four are a Canadian hockey coach, and then the fifth one is me. Nice, we yeah. did it. All right, we did it together. This has been no suggestion, everybody. We love you. I'm Ralph. Thank you.